what we're bringing to the market is elevated cabin experiences, right? So our properties are within two hours of metro areas. Uh, the goal is to um, uh, ha have our locations across the country uh, and in the next five years internationally with the same concept of uh, two to three hour drive from metro areas. Um, each location is a community of cabins, right? So we'll have a minimum of 15 cabins on every property, every location. Uh, and those cabins, um, the structure itself, we have a very, uh, we, we're bringing to market a free wild structure that we're designing that will be able to pop up in these locations. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Sponstaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at Sponstaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. So you've seen them all over Instagram. You may have even seen them in Dwell Magazine. And if you love design, travel, and hospitality, chances are that you've even dreamed about what it would be like to build your very own A-frame, cabin, or barn house with their designs. Today, I'm ecstatic to announce that this episode's sponsor is none other than Den Outdoors, the incredible company behind some of the most wishlisted cabins on Airbnb and the most followed A-frames on Instagram. Stay tuned for an incredible promotion in just about 15 minutes from now that will grant Behind the Stays listeners 50% off of Den's digital plans. All right, enjoy the episode and stay tuned for the promotion about 15 minutes into the show. In just a moment, you'll meet Eric Muller, founder and CEO of Freewild, a curated collection of properties designed to inspire awe and bring people together, launching this summer in Idlewild, California. Eric is no stranger to hospitality entrepreneurship. He is the co-founder of Overnight Success, which is the engine behind short-term rental educational brands like Legends X 90-Day STR Accelerator, STR Legends Mastermind, Get Paid for Your Pad, and the Airbnb Profit Club. And Eric was also the co-founder and CEO of Coda Homes, a real estate investment management and professional tenant company in San Diego. In this lively conversation, Eric and I chat about the major opportunities that exist in the boutique hospitality space right now. We talk about why impeccable design is table stakes when it comes to short-term rentals today. We also talk about the challenges of building membership programs as a highly curated collection of stays. And we talk about a heck of a lot more as well. So without further ado, folks, get ready to meet Eric. All right, Eric, we are live, dude. How are you doing today in that fine, just freaking beautiful podcast studio? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the show. Thanks for uh, having me on. We uh, uh, and I appreciate you pushing up the uh, the the show an hour. I'm heading up to uh, our property um, project that we have up in the mountains, about two hours from here. So excited to check that out. Um, but yeah, doing good, man. Excited. Got a little beach action uh, today, and nice. getting a little mountain action later this afternoon. So the best of both worlds, man. Hey, that's that's why people live in Southern California, right? That's you, right. You get everything. Um, that's right. Cool, dude. Well, I am 
really excited to talk to you. We connected on LinkedIn, and I was actually just remembering before we hit live um, or we hit record that I saw some post about Free Wild, and I, I think I saw it was like a photo, maybe, and maybe maybe it was a link to your your website, or maybe it was just a photo even. And I remember seeing you know the way that you you spelt Free Wild, but like the the photo, the brand. It it immediately jumped out, and I think like in some ways it's it's easy to stand out on <laughs> on LinkedIn when you post a cool beautiful photo because nobody does. Um, but like I was just scrolling quickly through my feed, I saw this, I stopped, and I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" And you know, I made my way over to your profile, we connected, and now we're having this conversation. But I'm really interested in just hearing the story behind first and foremost what Free Wild is and how Free Wild has has come to be. So take us back to like wherever beginning is in, in, in your mind with respect to the Free Wild story. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate that feedback too because that's, uh, you know, that's a big part of this brand is the, uh, the visuals, the media side of the brand. You know, I've been in short-term rentals for man, probably about 10 years now, done it all from property management at a high level to rental arbitrage, uh, back in the day and the educational side. And now, you know, we're, we're developing this, this lifestyle brand called free wild that's, uh, around short term rentals, but we also have this major media part Hmm. of, uh, of the brand as well. So we're, we're leaning very, very heavily into, um, a unique style of promoting our properties, capturing the experience and uh, sharing that experience through photography and videography. So uh, that's awesome, man. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So Free Wild, Free Wild has been a it started as a passion project for me um, during COVID. So, huh. you know, uh, in the very early stages of COVID, um, you know, we had a rental arbitrage business in, uh, San Diego, uh, which was, you know, we were hitting so many walls with regulations and competition. Uh, and then we also had a very large and successful educational company called, uh, overnight success that we were just getting off the ground and we had multiple different events happening and all these things, obviously, as everybody knows, the world <laughs> stopped turning, uh, business came to a complete uh, stop when yeah. it came to the short term rental side. Um, and long story short, we got to a place where uh, myself and my fiance uh, decided to buy a truck, uh, jump in the truck, break our leases and just go travel, get out into the woods and wow. you know, just like go, go see the country. And we were considering moving out of the country. And I, I was just on a process of like, Hey, I, w- I want to do something different. Yeah. I don't want to do management anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do arbitrage anymore. Uh, by this time, the educational company, you know, uh, started taking off uh, as well. So it was fun. We were on the road meeting, you know, meeting people, seeing these awesome Airbnbs. And uh, one thing that I recognized is as I was out there was that there was this I, I was personally seeking a, a, a connection to the brand, a connection to the the property itself hmm. that. I didn't really see any other companies really bring into the marketplace. Hmm. And what we realized was that, and this came to me as we're on like a 10 mile hike in Utah, just like, you know, beautiful country. And I'm just thinking what's possible in the yeah. world in, in short term rentals. And I realized that I wanted to bring something to this space that was very design forward hmm. um, and uh, design forward 
beautiful properties in nature inspired locations, easy to get to, um, but also had the ability to what we recognize is that most properties are either fully connected to the digital world or you're fully off grid. Yeah. And there's yeah, no yeah. mid be middle middle ground there. Yeah. Uh and Samantha and I, when we travel, we, you know, we run digital companies. So we like to be connected. We like the the design forward aspect. We, you know, like the ability to uh, be online and doing our things, but then we also want to disconnect from it all and yeah. live what we call the wild lifestyle. Um, and you know, so we, we came up with this concept of free wild, uh, being able to create and bring these design forward properties to the marketplace that are easy to get to that are just far enough outside of the city um, to where you feel disconnected, but you can do it in a weekend. Yeah. Um, and also to encourage our guests to disconnect from it all and reconnect with what matters, nature yeah. themselves, friends, uh, the whole thing. So we can go deeper into like the how of how we brought that up, but yeah, the origin story is, you know, personal to me and we're creating this company to bring something, something to the marketplace that I'm seeking yeah, uh, for myself. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a, it's been a fun journey and we're, uh, you know, we're excited to finally get this uh, project off the ground. Den Outdoors began because its founders knew that building a cabin changes who you are and having a cabin changes how you live and sharing a cabin. Well, that changes how you engage with others. I've met so many incredible hosts in the short-term rental community who have used den designs to build their bespoke escapes, many of whom who have been guests on this very podcast. And now it brings me so much joy to announce that we have partnered with Den to bring you an exclusive discount on their digital design plans. By using the discount code SPONSTAY50, that's S-P-O-N-S-T-A-Y 50, at checkout, you can get any of Den's digital plans for 50% off. That's right, five zero, not 15%, 50%. So even if you're not quite ready to pull the trigger on the land that you've been eyeing to build your dream cabin on, go ahead and purchase a den plan today because chances are you're not gonna find a deal like this one again anytime soon. So head on over to denoutdoors.com and be sure to use the discount code SPONSTAY50 at checkout. That's SPONSTAY50 at checkout. One word, no spaces. All right, guys, back to the show. Uh, well, first and foremost, man, uh, congratulations on 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 the branding. Um, it looks really cool. The name is great. Um, you guys are certainly trending in, in the right direction. It's funny you're you're certainly hitting on this this trend, right? Of 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 a really desire of being able to disconnect, but wanting to disconnect in a beautiful, well designed, very intentional space, right? And that. Right. I think especially in a world where many of us are still working remotely, I think there's some stat out there that, you know, 30% of America can still work five plus days uh, uh, remote. And there's a larger percentage of that, of, of those folks that can work, you know, uh, some sort of like traditional hybrid model. But this, this desire to get out from your routine to escape your home office and be in a space that is that is inspirational so that you can do creative work right whatever that whatever the creative work means to you so you're certainly sort of like hitting on the again this trend that i think many of us are are experiencing in in this particular moment 
what what I do feel like is is hard, right? Is yeah, how do you strike that balance between the off grid experience where there's like no Wi Fi and cell service sucks, right? To sort of like oh my gosh, you've got every possible screen and amenity that you could want. There's an iPad in every room, right? Like there's an Apple TV in every room, like, and I do think figuring out what that middle ground looks like there's a lot of opportunity and yet it's hard to do so i'm curious like how how are you guys how are you guys thinking through that like what is too much what is too little what are some of the questions you're asking yourselves i i I love that we're diving right into that because that is the one piece that uh that is going to uh that's the one piece that free wild is going to create and bring to the marketplace that separates us from everybody else in the space, right? Creating design forward short-term rentals in nature-inspired locations has been done before. And there's a million hosts doing it. There's a lot of companies doing that as well, right? Um, So it's not just the asset itself. It's the intention going into designing the, the experience for the guest. And how do we actually walk the guest through the experience of going from free to the wildlife. So our, huh. our, um, free wild stands for, uh, live free, be wild. Okay. Right? Okay. So live free, be wild. And we have this, uh, we're currently rolling this out in our first, uh, cabin community up in Ottawa wild. We have three more projects, uh, this year that we're going to be launching with, uh, this specific, uh, design, but we have a specific way of bringing our guests through, and encouraging them to truly disconnect while they're at our properties. So they can be in the free mode. And while they're in the free mode, they're living free. They have access to internet. They have access to their computers their cell phones, whatever that is. Right. Cause I mean, look at the end of the day, the off grid stuff is awesome. Yeah. It's fun. I love doing it every once in a while, (laughs) but after two days, it's like, okay, this is cool. Let's go back to our regular lives. Right. Like let's share this experience with our friends online. Let's, Let's just let's just watch a Netflix movie yeah. and relax for a second, right? It's like after two days, it's awesome, but after two days, it's like, all right, I'm ready to plug back into yeah. the matrix here, right? Exactly. So we want those options. We don't want to fully be off grid. Um, but we also there's a problem right now, obviously, with society of like just constantly being connected to the digital world. Yeah. And what I learned through, and I think what we all experienced through uh, you know, COVID is that, you know. I, I don't know about you, but the amount of Zoom calls I had and yeah. just like constantly in front of screens. And I just felt like even though even though I spent a lot of time with friends and family over the last couple of years, I still felt like there was something missing there. And I wanted yeah. to just disconnect from it all. So we have a process. It's a design in the property that uh, when it's in free mode, you have access to the regular, you know, digital world, if yeah. you will. TVs, internet, that, that fun stuff. TVs, internet, cell phone. We yeah. encourage you to share on Instagram and whatever else you you know you want to do. But then we encourage you to go to the wild mode. Hmm. And once you switch to the wild mode, what this does is encourages you to lock up your devices and we have a way to to do that. Okay. Uh, and then once you decide to do that, we unlock a part of the property that inspires connection, huh. right? And this is an analytical, uh, not anal- more like it's a, it's a digital free way of connecting with your friends, your family and yourself. Okay. Right. And it, so it, I'm not going to go physical... into too much detail about it because yeah, we yeah. haven't released it yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but yeah. it's a physical process okay. to, uh, intentionally lock away your digital devices and then connect in the moment 
with yourself, your friends, your family, and nature. Wow. Super, right? super, super intriguing. You can, you can go back to the, the free, mode free mode anytime you want, but it's an intentional process that we go through yeah. with, with our guests. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 There's, um, it, I, I, first and foremost, super cool idea. And I can't wait to hear a little bit more of the actual specifics of what it looks like to go into the wild yeah. mode. Um, but I respect the fact that it's, it's a little too early to share. Um, it reminds me actually, there's this incredible Airbnb uh, out in, um, right outside of Asheville, North Carolina. And they there's this cool couple, uh, Hillary and Jason, and they have a, a hospitality brand called IROX. Um, and what, what they have done really, they're both uh, designers by trade. And they've designed what they call, it's something called, I th I've talked about it on this podcast before. Someone's going to send me a DM and remind me what it's <laughs> actually called. But it's some, it's it's called like the the design walk or the, the the freedom walk or something like that. It's this little trail right outside of their their space. And you've got all these like steps. It's like five different steps. And their their intention, right, is to help you. By the time you're at step five, and it's like this little like quarter mile like trail. By the time you get to like number five, you're supposed to sort of be in like a different like you know mindset, a, a different frame of mind from when you started, Love right? It. And you know it's 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 kind of silly. It's a little goofy. It's a little cheesy, right? But but when you do it. It's fun. Like you, you end up at that last post, right? And you're like, okay, I'm on step five, and now I'm like, imagine, like at the imagination stage is where I'm at. Like, and I'm talking to my wife, I'm like, all right, like let's do this. Like, what do we want to do? Like, let's yeah. get imaginative. And again, even though it's silly, right? It's something that is is so different and so unique. And it was actually, it was not only fun, but it actually worked, right? Like, yeah. I, I felt like we left, we went back to the Airbnb, yeah. and it was like we were peaceful. And and it, it was such That's a simple point. thing, so 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 yeah. simple. It required it required intentionality on their part. But talk about sort of like a differentiator when it comes to amenities. That was one of them. And that's something that like with enough thought and enough intentionality, just about anybody could do in their context, which is another exactly. reason I loved it. Yeah. And look, this is that's the evolution of this game that we're in right now. When I first got into short term rental business, you know, 10 years ago, <clears throat> excuse me, we were leasing properties all around the country. And just all we had to do was get a cool property yeah. with some furniture in it and put it on Airbnb. And we yeah. made money and guests were happy. And it was an awesome experience. Yeah, that is the 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 space has evolved. The, the guest experience has evolved to where they're looking for more of that experience. Yeah. They're looking for unique experiences and connecting with the property, connecting with the host, connecting with the brand, connecting with the whatever intention that host or that company wants to bring forward. Yeah. Right. We, the, the days of just getting a property, putting furniture in it and listing it on Airbnb, are kind of over. Yeah. We have to we have to be intentional with that. So you don't have to go down for the people that are listening. We don't have to go down that path of like creating these uh, these uh, you know these aspects of like the the intentional trail or what we're creating yeah. for free wild and like you know yes of course that's you know that that's incredible but you could also create that through the the connection the host to guest connection and just being intentional with the experience that you're creating for your guest yeah right it's, so it's almost like i love that yeah yeah and and to your to your point too like the entire the idea of a well-designed a design forward space like that's like table stakes now like and yeah. and i think one, one of the things it was funny i was talking to a, a younger sibling of mine and 
asking them like i'm i'm just amazed because when my friends go and we we travel somewhere we, we're always looking for like a beautiful incredible like unique space right so like when wander came onto the marketplace like, I, I haven't actually yeah. stayed at a wander but like all like of all of my buddies like everyone's like texting we're like dude we where what is this place we like we've got to find a way to get to a wander right and 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 I, I was you know thinking the other night like what is it right what is it about like my our generation right like of of younger millennials and and then you know the generation right below us with with Gen Z older Gen Z in particular like what is it that makes them so why do they feel like they need why do we feel like we need these like beautiful like highly curated spaces mm-hmm. and so I was talking to my sibling uh, and uh, my younger sibling and my my sister was saying well Zach like remember like we grew up like on Instagram. Right. And like the idea of seeing beautiful things, we're just we're just used to seeing beautiful things and mm-hmm. we want beautiful things. And if we see something beautiful digitally, we want that replicated in a, in a beautiful way in, in the physical world. Right. And so like the idea of like having a particular aesthetic has been ingrained right in us since we had access to an iPhone, which for many of us was really young right and so anyways it was this is somewhat of a tangent but what was interesting about this realization was like wow we're living in a world where so many of us have access to so much beauty through instagram right through our phones that that translates into an expectation of a kind of beauty that we want to experience in in real life right and Mm. so i think that that has translated to our expectations of like hospitality and where we want to stay where we want to go if we can get something beautiful through our phone, we want to replicate that, you know, 10x in the context of a, a real life experience. Yeah. Oh man, what what incredible insight! Like I haven't, I, I haven't gone through that thought process of the younger generations growing up on Instagram and seeing these things and then wanting to experience it. Right. So that's that's a uh, that's a great thought process to go down and uh, awesome realization. You know, for for me, it's more of my generation and, you know, like the, um, essentially where I grew up and how I grew up, why I seek it is for the possibility Mm. of why not, why can't I have access to this? Yeah. You know, it's like these things, we have the, when I grew up, you know, we were lucky if we had one vacation a year with the family and typically it was like going down the, to the Jersey shore, for a weekend yeah. right, or a week and everyone's crammed into this crappy little, you know, bungalow on the beach. Right. It's yeah. Like, which was an awesome experience. And those are incredible experiences, but being able to just jump in your car and, you know, there's a big reason why I moved to San Diego is like, you know, within eight hours, you can be in so many incredible places yeah. in this country. Yeah. Uh, but to be able to jump in the car and go to a new experience every single weekend or whenever I want to go out yeah. and go on a on a vacation uh, and plug in, it's like these it, it's a possible everything is possible. Yeah. To plug into it it becomes a discovery of, you know, so if you're on social media or Airbnb and you come across these things and it's, it's kind of like watching a cooking show, right? Mm. It's like, why did, why are cooking shows so popular over? And it's the same stuff over and over (laughs) for whatever reason, the human brain, you know, we get connected to like, Oh, we're going to eat this. We're watching it really. I want this thing, but also I can do it myself. This is something that's possible for me. Yeah. But as you're watching a cooking show, you're experiencing that and you're part of that experience. 
I see that the same exact way for the short-term rental space of like, and these travel experiences is like, Oh, these things are, when I go to a short-term rental yeah. that I discover, I'm like, dude, I'm picking up the pillows. I'm looking at like all the, the features of the property. Yeah. I'm taking photos. Yeah. I'm inspired while yeah. I'm there. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I see that for, you know, right now is like, this is inspiring people to get out and travel. It's possible to go and stay at these incredible properties yeah. that was only accessible to the wealthy or a small portion of, you know, uh, you know, small portion of human beings, yeah. uh, just 15, 20 years ago yeah. Yeah. now with, you know, with enough intention, enough friends and whatever it is, you can rent the most beautiful homes yeah. on the planet yeah. and experience that. Right. Yeah. And what's also, yeah, just everything you say is, is, is resonating. And I think like to take it even a step further, it's also just the ability, like the idea of user generated content being featured yeah. in these spaces is also really new. Right. So when I'm on Instagram yep. and I'm seeing somebody walk outside of this gorgeous cabin or whatever it is, they've got a cup of coffee in their hands, they've got a journal and they're headed to a fire you know, pit outside or whatever. It, it, this is, you know, this is, con I can see myself doing that. Like, and, yes, uh, and, and in the exactly. story that I tell myself is like, okay, if I want to, if I want to get into a creative zone, if I want to finally like write that book, or if I want to finally figure out like how to go all in on this, like, you know, side hustle idea that I have or whatever it yeah. might be, I need to be in that moment. Like that this guy on Instagram that I'm looking is. And if I, if I can just do that, if I can get there, then my, mm -hmm. then the possibilities of me actually making the leap in, in real life to go pursue my dream of starting this kind of company, whatever it might be, that, that is then possible. Right. And, yep. and I think that like user generated content, the idea of even like featuring content created by your guests on your Instagram page, like all of that is so freaking new. I think it's like tempting to like forget, like, or it's easy to forget right? That this, the way that short-term rentals are marketed, like the way that our Instagram feeds are blowing up with all these crazy cool, you know, design forward experiences, these A-frames, whatever it might be, these ridiculous tree houses. That's, all of this is only a few years old. Like this has not yep. been around for decades. Right. And, I, and I think that that's one, it's just, a, it's an exciting time to be in the space. But two, I don't think that that is just a fleeting trend. In fact, I think people are only going to demand and expect more, right? More experiential um, uh, uh, feelings when they're when they're on vacation. More design forward spaces. More innovative ways of thinking through um, how to how to relax. Quite frankly, like what are what are the mechanisms and the environments that we need to disconnect? And all of that, I think, can be experienced and can be sort of uh, crafted within the context of a. Of and so it's cool to see what you guys are. It's cool to see you guys sort of on the on the cutting edge here. Um, and I, I do I do sort of I guess just want to ask like when when you guys were doing your your market research and trying to figure out like where to do this and how to do this and and whatnot. Um, what did you come What did you come across? Did you come across other people that were trying to do what you were doing? Do you do you feel like you have like a competitor, or do you guys really feel like you're sort of carving out your your own path here? Yeah, I was speaking. Uh... Uh, it's funny. I, I was speaking to one of our investors about this and what I communicated to him is that, you know, we're not, we're not Tesla. We're not trying to recreate and redesign a industry yeah. with, with innovation that's never been thought of before. It's, we're not bringing that. That's not our strengths. We're not bringing that to the marketplace. Yeah. What we're creating is something that is unique to us and our soul. Right. Mm. It's us. Yeah. Right. It's it's unique to us. So it's there's competitors when it comes to the the model. Mm. And what we're developing is a traditional hotel model of an opco and a propco. Yeah. Right. 
uh, with with a uh, front facing brands. But our style, our properties, our locations, the guest avatar that we're focused on, the experiences that we're creating, the uh, the the ability to bring people through that free to wild mode, right? Yeah. Like that's the unique sauce that we're bringing to the table, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's you know, first off, I don't think there's there our space, the short term rental space, is so freaking wide open. You know, yeah. I know there's been a gold rush over the last few years. And, you know, I, uh, I I was lucky enough to enter into the short-term rental space before this huge boom even even happened. But, you know, we see it every single day. People just still entering in the short-term rental space. Um, when it comes to developing unique brands like this, you know, one, there's no original ideas, yeah. right? I yeah, think... Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that book? Um, big magic. Have you read big Magic? I have not big read magic? it, but I'm familiar with it. Yes. Yeah. So the concept is like, you know, our ideas aren't our ideas. They're, they're part of the universe or yeah. whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever the concept she, she goes into, but it kind of like the, the ideas connect with certain people. And then it's who has the ability to bring it to actuality, who yeah. has the ability to bring it to life. Right. So there's a handful of companies out there that are very similar to Freewild. Uh, we came across one company uh, just recently who launched six months prior to us. They're a hotel, traditional hotel company. Um, but they have, you look at their Instagram, you look at our Instagram. Yeah. You've never seen them before. Yeah. Exactly the same, right? <laughs> They're using the same type of fonts we're yeah, using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the same type of locations. They have the same type of, they're going after the same type of avatar, but they have a unique approach to doing it. I was yeah. like, wow, this is, you know, to me, I was like, all right, they, we're on the right track here of creating this. So yeah. Um, yeah, there's a ton of companies that are out there that I, I look at as inspiration behind what they're doing. Um, but there's so much room in this space to bring something unique um, on the hospitality side, on yeah. the unique brand, boutique brand style. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's a lot of space for it. Hey guys, it's Zach. If you're enjoying this episode, could you do me two very quick favors? First, this show is possible thanks to a handful of incredible organizations who've signed on to be advertising partners of Behind the Stays. It would mean the world to me if you'd take just a second to scroll down to the show notes and go learn more about this episode's sponsor. Even if you aren't in the market for agency support or a new PMS at the moment, it never hurts to be aware of who else is out there. And second, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, could you be so kind as to give Behind the Stays a five-star rating? And if you're on Apple Podcasts, could you submit a quick review and let me know what you love most about the show? I know it seems trivial, but these things really, really do help us grow the show. And just a reminder that if you've ever got feedback from me on how to make the show better, shoot me an email directly at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com. You all really are the best. I love receiving your emails and DMs. All right, so check out the sponsor and leave us a rating and a review, please. All right, guys, back to the show. Do you, do you feel like boutique is just having having like a moment or like when I think about sort of my parents right, and how they travel and, and my grandparents before them you know there was comfort in going to sort of like the name brand right like yep. traveling to the Hilton or yeah the Marriott or whatever it was it was like oh no we, we know that we can trust this experience to be as you just said consistent and and then I feel like my generation our generation is, is a little bit more like 
like you want to go find something that's different because different's cool and different yep. when you can introduce a brand to your friend like you feel special like when you like i think about like d2c brands right and when i find uh you know when athletic greens like first came onto the market like i feel like i was not i'm sure i wasn't one of like the first customers but i was pretty pretty early and i would tell everyone in my network like dude, you, have you heard of Athletic Greens? And like, sure <laughs> enough, like now, like all my buddies are, you know, right. taking Athletic Greens every day. And and, and it, there's there's something that I think is in us that uh, we, we feel a sense of pride when we can introduce something to somebody new. So is mm. that, it, it, w with respect to hospitality, like are, are you seeing from your perspective as somebody who's been in the industry for a while, like has boutique kind of always had a moment and it's just it's just in its next chapter or do you feel like this idea of niching down and creating these like very intentional brands is is this is this a little bit novel and is this the first time we're 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 seeing this at least at this sort of scale yeah i i mean personally i think this is the first time that we're seeing this at at this level at this scale for sure okay um you know one of the biggest challenges with short-term rentals as a whole so we disconnect from hospitality as a whole because hospitality is hotels all that stuff and yeah boutique is going into boutique brands is starting to saturate not saturate uh um enter into the hotel world yeah um but if you look at short-term rentals the reason why boutique brands are on the rise and bigger brands like Wander, bigger brands like, um, you know, uh, Avant Stay, yeah, like yeah, these yeah. companies that are scaling real, they're, they're large companies, yeah. but they still have a boutique um, approach to it. The reason why, in my opinion, that they're growing so fast is consistency, hmm. right? The biggest challenge with short-term rentals, the biggest challenge with Airbnb is the lack of consistency with the product, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So the reason why our, you know, another investor that we have, we were talking to about his travel. He's like, I never use Airbnb. Hmm. He's like, I want to invest in this company because I want to create, I want to help you create standards with this in industry, but I never say at an Airbnb because of the lack of consistency. Huh, he always stays at a Marriott whenever yeah. he travels um, because he knows the 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 product that he's going to get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that is one of the biggest challenges in short term rentals right now is the guests never know. You could read you could look at the photos, you could read the comments uh, or, or the reviews. Um, but you never know what the product is, is going to be until you check in. Yeah. And then you never know the quality of customer service and the, you know, regardless if it's a, you know, a mom and pop, uh, host or it's a management company, whatever it is, you never know the quality of service until you actually check into that property and start yeah. dealing with, with that company. Right. Especially yeah. if there's a, a challenge there. So this is why I believe the the boutique brand is i think that's the future and this is something i've been preaching is i i think that's the future of short-term rentals yeah is boutique brands yeah. is focusing on uh what i call a property avatar a very specific style property versus you know when i first got in the industry we rented and put any type of property on airbnb yeah from you know uh studio apartments to mansions and everything in between right yeah, yeah. now we have a very specific asset that we're bringing to the market and we have a very specific guest, a guest avatar that we're seeking to stay at our properties. Our yeah. properties are open for everybody, but it's designed for people that are seeking X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the guest is looking for that elevated experience in the the space right now. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you 
read this, but uh, Airbnb just recently, uh, their stock for the first time in a long time just uh, just got hit pretty hard. Yeah, um, because they they released that their biggest threat to their mar- to their to their uh, business is super hosts leaving the platform yeah. and creating direct booking websites yeah. and creating brands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh dude, like we're on the path of seeing boutique brands taking over this space. And now yeah. Airbnb will shift to try to figure out how to, how to work with them. And they will, they're a genius company. Um, but I, I truly believe that it's like, the lack of consistency of the product and service yeah. is driving more customers, more guests to seek brands that they connect with yeah. and that they will continue to stay with over over time. Yeah, and and what's what's so interesting about what what you're saying, Eric, which I totally agree with, is like this idea of developing a boutique brand and a boutique offering also allows you to define what consistency means within within the context of of your portfolio, like your brand, right? Yes. So, like Marriott, you think of like a Marriott. Even even like a Ritz Carlton, right? A, a Marriott brand, right? And you think about like the standard, right? That that they have, and it is it is very consistent, right? But it, it's sort of like the lowest level, you know, uh, common denominator of consistency because like we we even folks that like nice things, we all we all have different opinions on like what nice is, right? Yep. So you might really love your Keurig coffee, and I might hate Keurig because I love Nespresso, right? Or like right. you you might be a drip coffee guy, right? And and. What what's cool is like if, I mean if you're saying in a Ritz Carlton like they, whatever research that they've done they might have the Keurig right because that's that's the lowest common denominator of the guests that we serve that seems to be the most popular coffee machine so that's what we're putting in all of our rooms. Yep. With Free Wild, what you guys are able to do is you by niching down even further, you could be known as like, hey, we've actually found that for our you know ten locations or whatever it might be, Nespresso's the winner. We're always going to have Nespresso in any property that you ever stay in. Mm-hmm. At a Free Wild, we're going to have an Nespresso machine, right? And what's super super cool about about this boutique movement, right? This, this moment that we're all in is not only do you get to establish consistency, but you get to establish sort of like hyper consistency, like in hyper personalization to what your specific guest avatar or avatars really, really want. And because you are, unless your plan is to scale to be, you know, like a Ritz Carlton, unless that's the goal, like you actually will always be able to maintain more personalization and more attention to detail simply because the portfolio size that you're going to be working with is going to be smaller, right? So that's also, I feel like just a really, really, really exciting opportunity for you all to to play with and, and, and deeply consider. Yeah. I mean, that's a 100%. I mean, that's the power of the brand, right? And that's why branding is, uh, it's a fun avenue to go down as a short-term rental operator, because you realize that one, you can play with any property that you want to play with, which is awesome for someone who loves real estate and architecture. Like since I was a kid, uh, I was obsessed with houses and (laughs) grew up working on houses and I was a contractor for a while. Wow. Um, It's like, dude, I, I love real estate. I love architecture. I love travel. So the fact that I get to choose the property that I want to play with in this business, you know, anywhere from, you know, apartments to tree houses to, you know, we're, we're, uh, building invisible, uh, cabins and domes. And we have this fun aspect. You can go into developing a brand around a very specific, serving a very specific property with a very specific avatar. Right. So that's where, to me, the power of the brand is going to help this industry move forward. Yeah. 
Um, and we're going to see Airbnb, the company really adapt to this over the next few years of understanding how do we work closer to these brands? Yeah. How do we become a marketplace for the brand? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we, we've watched it over the last couple of years. Um, you know, a lot of our, uh, clients have, have let not left Airbnb, but are now looking at Airbnb as just a marketing channel Yeah. Yeah. versus a partner which, you know, again, when I got into the industry for the first five years, uh, we were exclusively on Airbnb, nowhere yeah. else. We didn't need to be anywhere, anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Right. But yeah. as you start growing the brand, you want to connect with your guests. You you want your guests to connect with you, not just on, in your property, but offline, uh, online as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You, you want to so, own the relationship. Yeah. 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 Last minute cancellations suck. And that's why we built Ping. Ping makes it easy for guests to be notified when their favorite Airbnbs become available. Ping is a simple widget that lives on your website or your direct booking site and allows your fans and followers to sign up and be notified if their preferred dates become available. Here's how it works. Jimmy sees that you're booked the whole month of October, but he wants to be notified if any three night window in the month becomes available. Jen is a returning guest and she wants to be notified if any week in June, July, or August becomes available. In a matter of seconds, Jimmy and Jen fill out the simple form and they will be pinged if the requested dates become available. And as a host, you will immediately get pinged via email with Jimmy and Jen's contact information and requested dates, which enables you to build up your own database of guest email addresses. Ping is what the best Airbnb hosts use to maximize bookings. You can get access to our beta pricing with plans that start at just $39 a year at bnbping.com. Again, that's bnbping.com. So, okay, talk to us a little bit more about about Freewild specifically in terms of we you've you've talked about you've referenced like your guest avatar a couple times. You've referenced sort of like what you all are are building, who you're building for. Can you just unpack in whatever detail you're able and, and willing to share yeah. here about what what specific structures are free wild like homes? Like what what can we expect to be a part of the portfolio? What is already a part of the portfolio? And then who are like your your at least initial guest avatars? Yeah. So what we um what we're bringing to the market is elevated cabin experiences, right? So our properties are within two hours of metro areas. Okay. Uh, the goal is to um uh, ha have our locations across the country uh, and in the next five years internationally with the same concept of uh, two to three hour drive from metro areas. Okay. Um, each location is a community of cabins, right? So we'll have a minimum of fifteen cabins on every property, every location. Uh, and those cabins, um, the structure itself, we have a very, uh, we, we're bringing to market a free wild structure that we're designing that will be able to pop up in wow. these locations. Um, but also our model is focusing on acquiring old vacation rental communities. Okay. So think of, you know, back on the East coast, just think of going into the mountain towns there, yeah. the old cabin communities, the old boutique yep. uh, hotels that have these, these old structures that we probably went to as a kid. We loved it, but it hasn't been updated since the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the websites, you have no idea how to book the properties. Like those are our assets that we're acquiring now. Okay. And we're converting these old vacation rental communities to modern short-term rental experiences. Wow. Right. So uh, the locate it's all around the nature as well. So we're not going to be a destination. We're going to be around the destination. Yeah. 
Yeah. With, with these uh, locations. Um, but then we're also, with that said, we're also having a lot of fun with these cabins, right? Yeah. So we're trying to acquire a couple of projects right now uh, that uh, once they go through, we're going to be developing out uh, these unique modern style cabins on these locations uh, that, that still that still had will have the free wild experience to it okay um but it's a unique approach to the cabin design okay right okay um so yeah and then we'll have in with those locations as well um uh we're focusing on our guest avatar to, to jump to that uh our guest avatar are young professionals looking to leave the metro area to to disconnect and reconnect with nature yeah yeah right yeah i can go deeper into what that we have a name we have a picture we have what they do for a living how much money they make like the whole avatar profile is built out yeah um but that's the uh the simple approach is like how do we help young professionals disconnect from it all um, drive out from the city, connect with free wild and, uh, encourage them to get into, uh, uh, the wild mode. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I love it. Um, are you, I'm sure you guys are familiar with, uh, like getaway and getaway yeah. house and, the, and their model. Like how, how do you right. think about, how do you think about sort of differentiation between, between a model yeah. like theirs? Cause my understanding of their model, they also like, they acquire a property, they build anywhere between 10 to upwards of like 40, I think even like different, I uh, think they're, yeah, I think their minimum locations are are forty units. Forty units, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so I think they go from like forty to hundred units okay. per location. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong with that, but I think that's that's, that's their, their size, their niche. Yeah. 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 And um, they 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 have like I mean very very simple you know cabins. Nope. Um, I don't believe that they have Wi-Fi or they at least didn't. Maybe nope. they do now. Okay. All off grid. They, they're all off grid, right? So that's yep. a, that's the differentiator, right? You know, right there. But what? How else would you sort of like uh, explain how you guys are thinking about things? a little bit differently than they might have thought about them. Yeah, so I, I'm happy you brought them up because you, you were also discussing uh, consumer-based content, right? Yeah. And how to market their properties. They have absolutely mastered yeah. that. You go yeah. to their Instagram, 90% of the photos, first off, they're the same photos of their guests <laughs> in front of the big window, right? Journaling, yeah. reading, drinking coffee, right? Or sitting outside in front of a fire. It's the same content, but their guests are so connected to that one experience, yeah, yeah. right? And they've just mastered it. So the, those guys are incredible on what they've done. Uh, and they are 100% direct to consumer. They're mm. not on any OTAs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you go to their website and their pricings are incredible. Yeah. So um, yeah, that company's amazing. Uh, I love what they're doing. I love, I love their approach. Um, their, their approach is, I forget their exact quote, but I think it's like, um, everything you need, nothing that you don't. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it's completely minimal. Um, it's a full off grid experience. Uh, we, we stayed at a few of their locations, uh, just as travelers and, uh, I love what they did. Um, but it's one of those experiences for me personally. Well, I'm there after a couple of days. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this experience. Yeah. Uh, and then also it's like, I've stayed at one. I've kind of stayed at, at them the mall. All, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's fine. It's great. They, they brought a great product. They, their business model is amazing. The way that they can cash flow their businesses and, you know, their units are very, very minimal and they yep. can get them up and going very quickly. Yeah. Right. Um, we're an elevated experience of that. Okay. okay? So yeah. we're not, we, we're bringing these experiences. We want to be comfortable 
in these homes, yeah. right? Yeah. That, so we're elevated experience, same type of model as far as multiple units per location, same type of distance of like that two to three hour drive from metro areas. And we're kind of targeting the same type of avatar, um, but we're also bringing a different experience to to the guests, yeah. right? Yeah. So this is an experience to, um, uh, again, connect with connect with the people that you're traveling with, connect with nature, uh, and really be inspired by the design and the locations that we're developing. Yeah. So it's an elevated experience for that adventure traveler who's looking to connect with nature. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And what about like like size? Like is the size yeah. comparable? Is it like like how 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 large are your units going to be? Yeah, their units are very small. Yeah. Um yeah. very tiny. I think 300 400 square feet. Yeah. Um you know, ours are at a bare minimum will be double that. Okay. Um so um we're developing a and our units will be fixed structures um okay locations so actual cabins yeah, uh, yeah. so our units on a small level will be about eight seven hundred square feet um and then we have larger units so we'll have anywhere between the studio to three bedroom uh cabins wow okay amazing dude i love it i love it and yeah what, one of my questions uh for for folks like you who who again are like doing these these really cool things, tr- really tr- uh, sort of like pioneering like what it looks like to build these very intentional boutique hospitality brands uh, in this sort of very dynamic market that we find ourselves all in. Is is how you're thinking about sort of guest retention, right? Guest loyalty, like membership, right? And one of the things I, I noticed on on your website was you know the ability to like become a wilder. Sure, it's yeah. right now it's just a way to kind of build a prospect, uh, a prospective guest email list, which is super important, obviously, to to anyone trying to build their own brand. But how are you? How are you sort of thinking about like the community component and the membership component, and any anything in particular that you guys have wrestled with that you feel excited about with respect to kind of like what you what you can launch when you guys go live? Uh, I believe later later this summer. Like, how are you thinking about loyalty and and membership? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, so part of that that same trip that uh, that we went on back in COVID, when you know I downloaded the idea of Free Wild and started working on this idea, we finished this four month journey on uh, in Zion National Park okay. in Utah, and we stayed at this tiny home village uh, that's right outside the park, and um, it was awesome, man. Like the experience was incredible for us, and the the individuals that were staying next to us in the cabins were musicians traveling from Austin uh, up huh. and we connected with them and we're, you know, we're hiking with them. We're running with them, working out with them in the morning. We're, you know, sharing a uh, bonfire at night with them. Like we just had such a deep connection of yeah. like, Holy crap, look at this awesome experience that, that we're all at and just randomly connected with each other. And we still are friends with these individuals. Yeah. And what I realized is that, you know, the, the short-term rental industry, we have this ability of connecting with other travelers that desire and are seeking the same type of experiences that we're seeking huh. that are attracted to all the same things that we are. The, yeah. the reason why, you know, the, the locations that we're opening up in, they're not, they're not the biggest, um, they're not the main travel destinations. These are secondary markets, yeah. small little mountain towns, small yeah. lake towns, beach yeah. towns, you know, um, there's reasons why people want to travel to that area. It's the authentic connection to the marketplace, yeah. to the businesses, the discovery, the whole thing. 
So the community aspect is extremely important to Freewild. Hmm. So as important of the product and the quality and the hospitality, and of course the investment, the whole thing, that's very important. Equally as important as the community aspect. Yeah. So our travelers, we're going down the path of creating what we're calling uh, wilders. So our travelers are wilders. Um, and part of that is will be a membership part of the company. Yeah. Right. They get exclusive deals. They get exclusive content, yeah. all of that. But then also we're asking ourselves, how do we create, how do we inspire our wilders to bring free wild back home with them? Hmm. Right. Interesting. And through that is going to be through products, but then also experiences that we can help them create at home. Yeah. Right. So we have uh here in, uh, my home here free, uh, Fridays are free wild Fridays. Okay. Right. So we create these experiences in home that brings us back onto the road hmm. of, you know, the foods that we're cooking, the music we're playing, you know, who we have over the intention, the whole thing. Right. So we're creating that aspect through membership, through community, through product and media huh. as well. Yeah. So the concept here is like, how do we, you know, as we continue to grow, our guests will continue to connect with those locations and want to travel to those free wild locations, but then also want to connect with other wilders that, um, you know, that they want to connect with and, and, uh, build relationships with. And then we also have a concept of how we're going to bring them together in the actual locations. Huh. Huh. Right. Very, very um, cool. Dude, this yeah, is so this is a lot of fun. <laughs> this is so fun. This is like so ambitious and I love it. Like this is but you know, it's it's ridiculously ambitious. But what's what's so awesome is that it's uh, it's exactly where things are going, right? Like mm -hmm. meaning like as you're talking, I believe every word coming out of your mouth. Like I believe that that's needed and I believe that that's desired. Uh even though I know it's going to be like an incredible amount of work, dude, but like it's it, this yeah. is this is so freaking Everything's about Everything is a lot of work, man. Yeah. No matter what you do, <laughs> that's you know, true. You, that's you, true. You, you know, it's like, you know, this podcast is a lot of work, yeah. you know, the <laughs> building one Airbnb is a lot of work. Right. Yeah, yeah. And there's really no difference, uh, in my opinion of growing a company that is, uh, uh, is at scale yeah. a, as a leader, as a CEO, yeah. right. There's, there's no difference between my work. I'm still working eight to 10 hours a, a week. Yeah. Right. I mean, Our a day, day. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm putting that effort in like yeah. that, that regardless of what I'm working on, I'm yeah. still showing up and I'm putting it in. Yeah. Now we're just, we're playing at a different level. We're making different decisions and we're attracting in higher level people to yeah. support us on doing it. So yeah. the work doesn't, the work should never deter you from creating what you want to create it's it's the question and this is what we've been been uh going through the last few months is getting super clear on am i aligned with this vision yeah is this and not only is it needed but you said something important word is it desired yeah in this space yeah. right yeah. so 10 years from now we have we have you know projections on where we can bring this company in 10 years and you know the locations and all of that but at the at the end of the day, it's like, can we wake up every single day and work on this vision that we're truly passionate about and yeah. inspire other people to live the free wild lifestyle? Um, and it's like, hey, man, if we can do that and it's half of what we create or, or envision that we can create, that's freaking amazing. Yeah. But, you know, uh, at this at this rate, you know, two xing what we think is possible, 10 xing what we think is possible yeah. uh, is still a possibility. So, yeah. yeah.
Yeah, so sorry for that rant. No, 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 it's like, good. And I'm, I'm all about it, man. I'm I, like, let's, yeah. let's get this going. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's 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 exciting. And I, I do want to circle back to just two quick things that you said that I thought were really interesting and got my brain like uh, going. One is right the community component, and 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 do you think right in, in this world where we are more isolated than ever before, still like those of us that are working remotely, like I was telling my wife the other day, so like going on a walk outside, I was like, dude, I actually like I miss like working with people in an office like i don't think yeah. i'd ever like i was like and I, i'm super bullish on like being able to be flexible with work and all that stuff but i'm like wow i i genuinely have reached a moment where i i like miss people like i miss yeah, collaborating too. and creating with people right and i know that we are not alone in that right and so mm-hmm. what's kind of cool about what you guys are doing too is is you're you're facilitating an environment in which new community can be formed which again is is hard to do today it was harder it was hard before covid it's harder now but this idea too of like hey once you you know get out of college unless you're like down to just go to the bar every night and meet all the townies and, and like that's your community mm-hmm. it is hard to find community like it's it's genuinely difficult mm-hmm. and so this is this is a way i think to to help facilitate that but then but then second another thought that popped into my mind is like a lot of these experiences i don't know what your guys's you know nightly price uh will end up being but you know a lot of a lot of folks who are in this boutique hospitality space that are building similar things in, in different markets and with with slightly different purposes you know th- these are not always like super cheap or affordable experiences right but right what, what what's super interesting is like if you're going to be surrounded by people who are willing to pay three four you know upwards of five hundred dollars a night whatever it might be for this really bespoke really cool different kind of experience in a short-term rental the people around you probably also have like they chose to do this rather than go to the ritz carlton right or they they chose to do this rather than then go to a beautiful boutique hotel down the street. Therefore, like there's probably something interesting about them where there are probably like, uh, you know, uh, moments uh, and sort of like strings of overlap between who you are and who I am that are worth sort of like uh, uncovering, right? And and so you guys are doing this really cool thing where you're not just bring, you're not just making community like accessible. You're also by the avatar that you're going after, by what you're designing, you're also connecting people that might otherwise have no reason to connect, except for the fact that they have this common interest of desiring really beautiful, really unique stays. And this could be a, a you know a seeding ground for like really meaningful friendships. And so it's really cool that you guys are are taking this as seriously as you are. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that, and one hundred percent. I mean, you know that going back to that story of us staying in uh, Zion National Park, it's like, you know, we we pulled up to the the tiny home, and there was a bunch of people kind of checking into their tiny homes as well, and I'm just like, oh, okay, you don't really kind of think of, you say hi, you wave to everybody, yeah. and you know, but you go back into your your unit. And as we're there, you know, I'm hearing music that I like to listen to. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Who's playing that? And then I look outside and half of their group is, you know, listening to, you know, the music I listen to around a bonfire. And then the other group is like working out. Yeah. And like, it's like all this stuff that I like to do. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let me go connect with these people. Yeah. And then we became, it, it became a community, like these three tiny homes, these three separate groups that didn't know each other, all enjoyed the same type of things. We were all impressed with what we were doing as human beings on yeah. this planet. Yeah. And then we all started hanging out together. I'm like, this is free. I want more of this. Yeah. I want more of this experience. And yeah. I'm like, where can we go to, to, to create this? And you know, this is part of, <clears throat> excuse me. No, you're good. This this is part of like, uh, think of the hostile. Yeah. Industry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like when I was younger traveling Europe and yeah. all that stuff, saying that hostels, it was a lot of freaking fun, yeah. <laughs> but we connected over partying and traveling. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. like, 
now it's, you know, I want to elevate an experience of that. Yeah. Right. And it's like, how do we bring together more people who want to have these experiences? And when they are having those experiences and they want to connect with other individuals, how do we bring them together in, in our communities? Yeah. And then offline, it's like, once we experience an incredible stay, yeah, it doesn't have to just be the property that yeah. that experience. We can bring that experience home with us because it's all design. It's all experience, human experience that we're creating for these travelers. Yeah. So we can do that. I, you know what what is going to turn out to be. We have a very you know simple approach to it. What is going to be in five years from now, ten years from now? I don't know. Yeah. Um. But I know there's an aspect there bringing people together out in our properties and then back home as well. How do we keep them connected to our brand and continue to inspire them, uh, while they're living their their day to day? So yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about that as much as I am about buying and developing the properties. Yeah. Well, Eric, this has been awesome, man. I, I really appreciate, first and foremost, just you taking the time to, to chat with us. I also think what you guys are doing is is truly unique. It's it's super cool to see sort of the early stages, right, of the development of this brand. And I'm just I'm just really, really pumped for you and the team to, to see where things go. Uh, for, for folks that do want to sort of follow along on this journey and, and stay connected, we, we'll have uh, your website linked in the show notes below. We'll have your Instagram in the show notes below. Is there is there anywhere else that you would want to to direct folks to? Yeah, I say, you know, just check us out on all the socials. You know, we're free wild, F R E E W Y L D. Uh, Instagram is stay free wild. Uh, that's the only handle that we couldn't get. Uh, we'll get it one day. Um, uh, but that, that'll be the best, uh, the best spot to follow along. We're going to be launching, uh, some of the media shortly, um, on YouTube and on Instagram to kind of follow along this journey of us building this brand. Um, but yeah, that'll be the best, the best spot, uh, to get in touch. Wonderful, man. Well, Hey, appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on and really, uh, best of luck as you guys continue to grow. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate your time as well. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Hey friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com and we will chat. Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at spontaneous.com. Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, my joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're going to roll with it. Subscribe, um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone, see you next time.